Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His Kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. Are you in a place where God can speak to you? Can God speak to you in and outside the church? I'm Ron, your host, and tonight the family is growing a little bit. We have a couple new members. Hi, Ed and Debbie. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome, guys. We're sure glad you're here. Wonderful to have you with us. Great to be here. Yeah, we, we like being with you guys, too. Awesome. We're looking for a great flow tonight, and the word is from now on is going to be uh, magnified because of the addition of you two. We sure appreciate it. That's true. More the merrier. Well, this is what we're all about is family. We're not just a bunch of guys here um, trying to tell everybody some great revelation. We're a family. Yes. Yes, we are. Well, family, let's jump into the flow. Yeah, the thing I really wanted to point out was how practical it is and how easy it is. It's not like we're reaching out to a big old God out in the sky somewhere. He's right here right? in everything. We've mentioned this before. He's here. He's in everything. And so we just have to connect with him where he's at and where he chooses to speak to us from. It's the most wonderful thing knowing that he's right here. He, yeah. We don't have to go, there's an earthquake over there. Well, we better run because God's over there. No, he's not. He's right here amongst us. And it it's that simple. It's not, right. we don't have to make it complex. We don't have to, you know, get on our knees and say five Hail Marys or whatever, you know, probably couldn't hurt, but he's right here. <laughs> Probably would hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Probably getting on my knees would hurt me. (laughs) Oh, I know it would hurt me. (laughs) I I wonder if a God is okay because I can't get to my knees. Can I lay on my back? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I better be able to because I can't. No way I'm getting on my knees. Well, you, you know, one of the most difficult things that we have, you were talking about those earthquakes, Alan. Okay. Can we really believe that God can move over there and move here at the same time? Absolutely. That is one of the places we're growing into because the hierarchy is being rolled off throughout Christianity. And we're coming to see God is moving by his spirit over all the earth. Yeah, what what I believe is the earthquake over there. Yeah, it's probably God moving but for somebody else because he's moving for me right here, uh-huh. right? I don't have to go somewhere else to meet right. him. I'm He is where I am. And so, you know, you don't have to go searching everywhere, but those who are there, God bless the meeting that they're having with the Lord, yes. you know. You know, Alan, that is a lot more said in that than I, I want to ponder that a little bit here because – that's been one of my pet peeves is people chasing men of God all over the country mm-hmm. and and also what I would call church hopping. Right. Um, God puts you in the midst of a group of people and you find yourself there. And usually after a while, you've been there for a while, pretty soon 
when God really starts moving, that's usually when you want to leave because he's crossing up your will, yep. dealing with your nature. And so then all of a sudden you go, well, you know, I don't like it here anymore. Or, you know, I'm in this little church for 30 years or 10 years or whatever. And I hear about this mighty moving of God down in Florida. Yeah. So I go driving a thousand miles or 1500 miles to get down there and have this meeting with God. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, yeah, you may have a meeting with God if you go down there. You may have a blessing of the Lord. But the real meeting with God is happening in that little church you've been in that's dealing with you every day and really challenging you to yes. exercise the principles that God taught you or trying to teach you. Kindness, mm -hmm. love, keeping your spirit open, oneness. I mean, that's where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. It's not going down to Florida or wherever um, you hear that there's some great meeting with God or great prophets speaking. That ain't it. Usually, honestly, I think it's a dodge. Mm -hmm. Very, it could easily you're, be. You're in the frying pan and you don't like <laughs> the dying out that's happening to your life. And that's very hard. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. It's hard as heck, you right. know, but that's why if you can stick in there, of course, there's a premise in all this that you're in a, you're in a group of people that have a hunger for God, that have a drive for the Lord. I mean, if you're in a dead church, a dead group of people that aren't really seeking the Lord, get the heck out of there. You've got to go find life. Yes. You've got to find right. life. But if you've come to a place where, you know, you've been in a, in a group of people and there's life and you know there's life there and now you're starting to have a hard time, that doesn't mean you leave. It doesn't mean you leave, go look for some other greener pasture. It just means that God's working on your spirit, and he's probably working all their spirits through you, unbeknownst to you maybe. But it just <laughs> it's real to me that, like Alan was saying, this is not hard. Oh, let's put it this way. It's not complicated. It's simple. Right. right. It may be hard, but it's simple. God put you somewhere. He's working with you. He's trying to create relationship on his basis. He's trying to bring forth Christ in you. Stay where you're at. Commit yourself. Yes. You know, submit to the authorities over you. Walk it out. Yeah, you know, when Christ comes and crosses you for whatever reason, the fastest way to really get that is to seek him. Find out where in the word all of this is coming from. Because that's where God is going to create the greatest breakthrough for you. And you're going to actually grow. If you're just sitting in a church and not growing, just coming there every week, that's not a walk with God. But you, you expect to be crossed, and you're going to grow by leaps and bounds in the Lord. Because mm -hmm. he's going to reveal it to you. He'll reveal it through other people. He'll reveal it to you in the Word. And that's going to create the relationship that you have really been looking for. Yeah. That's important, Ed, because if you're in a, play, a church where things aren't going right, rather than trying to figure it out in your brain or start accusing and pointing the finger, boy, dangerous. get into the Word. Find out. Ask the Lord, what are you doing? 
and then get into the Word, and He'll reveal Himself to you and what He's doing in your life in that church in the Word. He'll give you revelation if you're honestly seeking Him. You know, one of the first things you might want to do is ask the Lord if this is the right place for you. Is this where you got me, Lord? You know, it says that he places people as as he sees fit. So probably a good thing to ask a question. But it's interesting, Ron, because a person just had this exact same experience. They've been going to the same church. Something was said over the pulpit that they had an extremely difficult time with. And they left. And when they came and talked to some of us, they were, they started crying, the, you know, big crocodile tears, you know, and it's like, oh, they did this. It's so horrible. It's such so divisive and so this and that. And it's like, first off, can you forgive them? (laughs) Because, you know, maybe you're hearing something a little different than what they're trying to say. Maybe, you know, maybe the Lord is testing you. Maybe the Lord is trying. Maybe the Lord's just simply telling you, get out of there. You know, you have to know the word of the Lord. You have to know what the Lord is leading. And the one thing you never want to do is create a division or a divisiveness. If you're in a place and somebody offends you, you know, my statement, if you have forgiveness in your heart, you cannot be offended because you've already set yourself that you're going to forgive them. But if you're offended, then there's no forgiveness in your heart, you know? And so there's a lot of things, a lot of opportunities that the Lord gives us to know his voice. And sometimes in that case, it was not very comfortable for that person. So <laughs> it it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter what I feel. Remember, one of the things that I've been taught very clearly is never go by your feelings because they tend to lie to you, you know? And so, my God, don't allow a division to come between you and somebody who you've said for the last 10 years you have high respect and you really love them. If that's the truth, then what they said doesn't matter because it's you love them with the Lord's love, not your love. If it's your love, it's not going to last anyway. Well, I have a question, Mm -hmm. Alan, about that, or about what we're talking about. And that is, so I'm in a church for three years, and finally I become discontented for whatever reason. I I want to leave. I don't like what's being said, or I don't like the way I've been treated, or maybe I'm just bored, whatever reason. So what's the process if I really... The premise is that I'm really wanting to walk with God and wanting his will in my life. So okay. that's got to be the foundation of all what I'm going to say. If you don't care, well, then none of this matters. But if you care and you want to walk with God and you want his will in your life, which is very specific and very detailed, I believe, then here I find myself in this little church. I don't like it there anymore. What's the process? to find the will of God, whether I should be there or not, what process do I go through to make sure? Not not just for me praying and, and going, well, I think the Lord wants me to go, so I'm out of here. No, what's the, what's the proof? What's the process so that I know without a doubt that the Lord wants me to stay or he wants me to go? Such a good question. 
Very, very good. In fact, probably everybody who attends any church at all should ask that very same question. And one of the first things that I would recommend is you have to know who you are. If you don't know who you are, it's going to be tougher, much tougher, because it's very easy to say, I believe the Lord is leading me to leave this place and go somewhere else. It would be very easy for that to happen. But if you know who you are and who the Lord, where the Lord has put you. Now, remember the story of the plastic pearls that dad gave the little girl, right? Right. (laughs) You're 17, 18. Now I want them back. And she goes, no, dad, you gave them to me. Yeah, but I want them back, you know? And then eventually she gives them back and he gives her the real pearls. Sometimes God will lead you to a place for a time because of who you are. There's a ministry that you are, whether you're aware of it or not, there's something out of your spirit that might minister to people in your unawares, if you will. And then there's the chance then that the Lord's saying, go from here to there. And it's it's really not an easy answer. Not at all. Not at all. You have to know the leading of the Lord. And if you don't have the knowledge of the leading of the Lord, you got to find it. This is all pretty elaborate as, a, as an answer, but each piece has its part of the answer. The biggest thing is, is you have to know who you are and what the Lord is leading you to do. And then in a case like that, I would find some people who are spiritual, who you trust, and say, the Lord's showing me something. I need you to pray about it and help tell me what the answer is without letting them know. That's what I was trying to get at. Is Okay. Again, we're going back around to what we started. If your heart is set to do his will, that's a mm-hmm. premise, that's a foundation. If your heart is set to do the will of the Father, and even though I believe, even though you may not know what that will is, if your heart is set, well, first off, I'd say you do your due diligence. You're seeking yes. him. You're praying. You're not expecting somebody else to give you a word. You're seeking Mm -hmm. him for a word. You're seeking him for direction. And so let's say that you seek him and you feel like, yeah, I should leave. I feel like the Lord wants me to leave and go somewhere else. Now, I'm not going with that only. Now I'm looking to, like you said, people that I trust. And I walk up to them and I say, the Lord's speaking to me about something, a transition in my life, something that I need to do. Would you please pray and have the Lord show you. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're looking for supernatural confirmation without yes. watering the fleece. Correct. You're not telling them, oh, would you please pray about me leaving? You're watering the fleece. No, you don't need to tell them that. If they're Mm-mm. men and women of God, they can seek the Lord and they can find out exactly. If that's a word of the Lord that you heard, then they're going to be able to hear that same word from the Lord because he's speaking it. If he's truly speaking it, he's going to speak it and bring confirmation to your life because Mm -hmm. it's not your brain speaking it. (laughs) And I think that's a huge point because people think God spoke to them and they get themselves in big trouble and run off and do things because God told me to do this and God told me to do that, even though they've sought him and they think they heard from him, and maybe they did, Maybe they didn't. They're, they don't have the integrity enough to go to other men and women of God and say, 
the Lord spoke something to me. Would you pray to the Lord and look to the Lord about it? Well, what did he speak to? I don't want to tell you that because I don't want to water the fleece. Right. Other side of that is you tell the Lord you want confirmation and let him provide it. And I would do it like Gideon four or five times. Mm-hmm. He's not He's not afraid to give you confirmation. The one thing that I remember a pastor said along many years ago was that never leave a church angry. Mm-mm. But if you go in there and with your attitude of, okay, I have a problem with this person, go talk to them. Get it out where you can leave that place, because you know, all of a sudden you'll get a peace over you. If you're to go, you'll have the witness to go. But mm-hmm. if you always leave a church in anger and stuff like that, like I said, then you're missing out on what God is trying to do to you and your ministry going back to them. Because maybe there's there's something be- that that person needs help with. You go there and you minister to that person. What happens? All of a sudden, you're at a peace. God shows you where to go, what to do. If, if at the end of it, you know, you still feel that it's the Lord wants you to leave, but then you've left in peace. You've left with what God was trying to get out of you in that instant. I'd like to say this. You have a gift of authority that is given to you by the Father as you're filled with the Spirit. And I would say after you have exhausted everything that God has demanded of you in a relationship, you'll find that you can no longer submit to it. Because by ver- if you stay and submit to that, you can't submit to God. And by virtue of your authority that you carry, and you're going into a situation and you submit to it, you invest your authority in that situation. And that's kind of a simple way of how you can leave a church and you can get involved in a church. I would say this, it takes a mature person with patience to determine that you no longer belong there. There's a couple of things that we need to bring back to our awareness, and that's what several of these podcasts that we've already brought out have talked about, is the relationship. Yes. Can you restore the relationship? Right. Can you connect with that person or people? Is that is it possible? Because you know sometimes you're going to work at a relationship but it may not be salvageable. And we've talked about that. There is that potential. But if it is at all salvageable, that would be my first attempt. Communicate first. Christ said, if you have odd against your brother, drop everything, go to the one, and then come back. And so that would be my first thought in in respect to where, like Ed said, you don't want to leave angry or... And if there's a uh, piece that's not quite finished or, you know, there's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts, whatever can take place, but you don't want to leave uh, on a wrong note, if you will. You want them to bless you when you leave. You want them to go with you, for that matter, in spirit. You want who they are to be with you. And so, again, individual situations, individual things, and so you have to approach it accordingly. There's no absolute definite, this is the answer. And that all comes back to an individual walk with God. 
Yes, it does. You know, um, we've, we were talking about getting confirmation from people that you respect on your steps. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what that means. It means getting confirmation. It doesn't mean going in there and asking them, what should I do next? Here's my situation. What should I do? That's a very immature way to approach mm-hmm. uh, anything in the Lord because he's trying to grow you up and trying to create within you the ability to hear his voice and to walk with him. Yeah. So sometimes he'll put you in difficult situations and it's not to solve the situations. No. You know, it's to work something in you where you'll seek him and learn mm-hmm. his voice and learn the proper way to walk with him. So if you find yourself in a church and <laughs> and things are just not going very well for you, it may be that the Lord's working on you and on your walk with him to learn his voice to learn a way to get confirmation. And I think once that's worked in you, the doors just open wide. Well, guys and girls, it sounds like the Lord doesn't want us to run here and there trying to find greener pastures when he's already placed us in his family as it pleases him. I guess the real question is, are we hearing his voice? Is he leading us? Experiencing the impartation of God's Word through His family is life. Has this time in His presence blessed you? Then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live, Behind the Veil.